A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the reanalyzation of this podcast. Ooh, I heard like Rihanna. Like, oh. re- like the Rihanna-nization. <laughs> like, the Rihanna-nation. Yes, and I was like, yes, I love this. <laughs> can can wow. you imagine if Rihanna finally is like, you guys... You want an album all these years after all the lingerie, after all the makeup. Here you go. The Rihanna-ization. We wait so patiently. I would love to look at her chart and see when that I think there is going there will be, but I don't think it's time yet. I think that no, I think we like, have some waiting to do. And I love, but I love that. Mm-hmm. My thought is that maybe when Saturn goes into Pisces, her sun sign. <gasps> yes. Oh, that maybe that would be a really relevant. Well, maybe it'll be like a time for her work and identity. Yeah. But also yes. like a relationship with that younger generation, which I think we were when she first yes. kind of 
You know, Rihanna, I think this is so like perfect for her. And I think that is really astute. And I'm excited to see if that comes to fruition because I think that um, Rihanna, you know, Pisces sun, Aries moon is so impulsive and intuitive. And we are not in a very impulsive time. I mean, obviously in COVID, but I mean, like socially right now, we are all really like checking each other's impulses because we're trying to get rid of such huge systemic impulses. And I think that she, I don't know if she knows this consciously, but I think subconsciously it's really hard to be she couldn't be the Rihanna that we love, I think right now. And so I think she's doing projects Mm. where she can use her talents and she can still be relevant and stay part of it because we love her and we need her and we want her. But like, uh, because I'm seeing this, I think that this is also besides Britney, like mutable, uh, celebrities, I think have are really like having, uh, moments of kind of figuring out what they're new, where, where can they be them in a way that's kind and culturally sensitive and appropriate. And, and I think having, having that Saturn come in and then it's like getting some structure and identity for her. I mean, not that she doesn't have identity, but you know, okay, you get it. Sorry. Go. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. I, I love all that. And it's just thinking of her because she's Aries rising too, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken, but I like this whole Britney connection too. Cause I just started rewatching chaotic her, docuseries or whatever you want to call it with k-fed and then it like auto it's all on youtube by the way for anyone who's curious and then it auto played into this like trashy tabloid doc of the time that called her a former pop star at 25 like when we were when she was in that sad era of everyone just ripping her down and i was like that's just wasn't that just Mm -hmm. was not true and i think too with rihanna you know i don't think she gets that cred for her music and it's almost like that waiting taking away the music for us to like keep like demanding it more and more I think that Saturn too because I think the last album came out what 2015 so I think Saturn Pisces is like really like that nice just long enough I'm wondering too though because Jupiter's gonna be in Aries for a minute like I, I don't know I'm I like all these predictions. If any of this comes true, repost this, everybody. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> I like that Jupiter Aries as like, um, not as her return necessarily, but something being awakened in her and going like, oh, there it is. Having the Maybe inspiration. They, she starts making the music to then yes. prevail. Mm-hmm. Or like goes on a tour with greatest hits or something that yeah. like gets her back into doing like writing and making an album or something. I also like I have been to Barbados where she's from and um, the people there like and maybe this is like I mean obviously it's a product of being a tourist um, but it's like a small island nation and like they're really really proud of her there and they mention it a lot to tourists like they'll bring it up. Um, and they play her music everywhere and that's awesome. And I'm sure that feels really like amazing, but that's also like a lot to carry, like knowing mm-hmm. that like your whole country where you're from, you're like considered an icon and like everybody's watching if you do, you know what I mean? Like, and, mm-hmm. and kind of like, obviously she has been free from that in a lot of ways and like done her own thing and whatever. I'm not saying she like feels super restricted, but maybe that like, Saturn structure stuff could be more like 
family feeling and like like less pressure or I don't know something like yeah, that yeah. there's just something about a willingness I feel like to be responsible for your identity in a way that I like that like sun Saturn supporting of like um I don't know having having the freedom to go find yourself and figure yourself out so you can actually build yourself the way that you want to without that without those restrictions that you're talking about or without like being aware of them, but not having it stop you from learning who you actually are. So you can be that person and really being solid in who you are. It's like a hometown vibe where you're like from a small town and then, you know, your town, if you become like a huge star in the way that Rihanna is like going, going to your hometown or like seeing people from your hometown, it probably feels really weird. Like, oh, like they think of me in this, this other way of like, achievement or whatever I don't know it just seems like it might be tough like maybe she's like it is easier to like run a clothing line I don't know you know yeah, oh, I'm absolutely. I'm sure I mean I think of that so much with like social media stuff of like what you're supposed to be um like I don't know I think it is much easier to to be design helping in a creative process and then also just like have to take cute pictures I know that it's more complicated mm -hmm. than that I don't mean to to <laughs> dis be dismissive I mean that it's like oh yeah that Rihanna can do that and she's like yeah that's fun just dressing like you know what I mean like being like mm -hmm. oh I get to like weigh in and do do all of these like the fun I, I don't know it's smart on like three it's smart on like three levels I, or what's coming up for me. One, my theory that Pisces are amazing business people. And I think they don't get that credit. A lot of the times, astrologically meme speaking, right? We always see like Capricorns or Leos or just these like, they're the bosses or in the spotlight where I feel like Pisces do just have that, what you're talking about, that intuitive flow and that Jupiter sort of luck that does take them through the business world a lot. Um, and also Rihanna knowing that she sees all these these other bitches around starting makeup, starting shoe lines, starting whatever you're like, you think song and dance is going to take you all the way to the end and support yourself. And three, I don't know if I've said this on the pod before, but I saw Rihanna perform in front of a footlocker in a mall, like in whatever, 2008. And it was so like she started, you know, humble, humble beginnings. I'm sure she does not want to sing in front of a footlocker ever again. You know, so like you want to set up those structures, but I like that Saturn in Pisces because it's like, you've done all the structures around your set. You're good. Mm -hmm. You're the national hero of Barbados. I think she just got announced for that too. Like you've done it. And now like, I hope with those kind of legacy artists who now are maybe we they've aged with us, right? It's like, now like do what you want. Like we want to just hear, we just want to hear your art, even from like our Taylor Swift episode with I, Ellie. It's like, oh, cool. Ooh. Like, yeah, do do your stuff like we're we're your fan base and your projects and your side projects are solidified so we're just here we're here for the art and the good times that makes me think of those artists that we will are maybe going to start getting like i don't know books from them or more more information since they've they feel solid enough or they feel like they've achieved maybe some of the things that they wanted to, that they dreamt for themselves when they started this career. Um, and now that they've reached those milestones, they can kind of, I don't know, let us in on the journey a little bit, because I think that we haven't heard we're again, we're in this kind of inter interesting intersection of, um, like TikTok social media influencing and TikTok celebrity. And, and I mean, just like internet 
stuff. And while obviously Brianna is an internet famous person, um, that's like not how she got there. Like you're saying kind of, right. She didn't start these, online yeah, or maybe she still, did a little bit, but sure, she was I mean, in the brick and mortars yeah, to <laughs> like, be in the mall. Obvious, obviously helped by online that you could be sharing things easier and streaming and you know, that kind of thing. But that's not like how we found out about her. And I think that we're going to get a lot of insight or like, that's like a next, I don't want to say next, like me too, but there's, there, there are stories that we haven't heard from people who are still relevant in culture. And I think that they're going to come back in that way where we're going to get to learn a little bit more about how they got there. And it's going to give us a renewed sense of why they are, why they're still here. What can we learn about like, what do these new people who are coming up that now have access to these things need to know about how they got there? That's going to help everybody too, I think, or give, give context. Cause we're really in like a contextless time and, and yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Well, I think right now too, we're, we're in a space where we love a, here's what you didn't know, kind of a blog or post or, you know, mm-hmm. those kind of things. I also want to apologize. Cause I do think I compared Barbados to a small town and it is a full on country. So like, <laughs> I don't mean to do it that way, but it was just the comparison that came to mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a, I'm sure Small, I don't yeah, know, I mean, it's, a, it's an but... island, it's an island nation. It's definitely mm-hmm. not, you know, the U S but still it's a full country. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you hear yes. that small towns. I'm still waiting to be added to the Wikipedia of my small town. So come on, like, can someone out there just add a, add me to Mount Prospect, Illinois, Wikipedia would appreciate it. Um, <laughs> Yes. I just was going to say in this moment, I was just doing like the math in my head of what's been going on. Cause I think it's Venus too, but also Mercury for sure. Um, when you were describing that, like, Oh, you're, you know, your whole town knows you or whatever. I was like, Oh, actually I do think that's something that I like want that's embarrassing, <laughs> but like, I would like that would uh, speak at the high school or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or just like, I think I've always, I've always envisioned in Los Angeles, and I'm sure this is maybe in other places too, but there's always like celebrity headshots on your dry cleaners thing. And I'm like, <laughs> that to me would be fun. Like for my dry cleaner to be stoked to say this person comes here to me feels like an Oscar or like that kind of thing, or like for, for some, totally. for some, for some restaurant that I went to all the time as a teenager to be like, yes, I, we were this is actually where she sat and had coffee and dicked around or whatever. You know what I mean? Like that to me is, is so that's the recognition I crave. (laughs) My question about the dry cleaner thing is like, for me, I go to a coffee shop where Mm -hmm. they have those, but it's like, okay, because you made copies of it here, like fine. The dry cleaner, it's like kind of embarrassing that someone, there had to be some sort of like, Hey, don't you want my headshot? Or like you had to bring it, right? I, mean, I do wonder ask, how those, I do wonder how those start. Maybe they every put time. it out. But like for me, I think that's actually kind of embarrassing when I see it like in a dry cleaner. Cause I'm like that person like forced their dry cleaner, their headshot. Like I always imagine, you know, what's so funny is that I always imagine the dry cleaner asking, or I just thought of this scenario that I think maybe they may makes print it out like online. 
I mean, we used to have to have, there used to be right. hardcore headshots, headshots all the yeah. time. You would have them in your car all the time because you never knew when you were going to go to an audition. So it would be a thing that I think you could just like pull out. But I think there is something specific that I just thought of now about dry cleaners, which is also that like, there is something like they literally are cleaning your dirty laundry and some sort of thing too, of like, there does feel like some kind of like, I don't know. There's a respect. Maybe it's because I've never gone to like a butcher or a cheat, like a, the cheese counter, that kind of, but it feels like that kind of relationship to me, your dry cleaner, because it is mm-hmm. like, they do have insight into your real life. Mm-hmm. Maybe they ask. I still find it like, I know you right. have to like bring it in that yes. day. And then like, are you going back? Like, I don't know. There's a lot that it is a lot of weight for me with the headshot. I do want the feeling. Yes. But I don't know about the actual like living that. What about a restaurant like at El Sur- at, at- <laughs> I was just yes. at El Coyote looking at all the celebrity headshots. And I, I really like Seth Rogen's because it's like I can't tell when they got it from, but it's like a horrible picture of him. And it just he's it just says, thanks, I'm full, which I thought was like a great signature for a restaurant. But <laughs> is it that you've seen them come that they have their regular nights, you know, they're going to be there X amount of time. So then you prepare the picture or I'm just thinking this would be a great racket is just starting to put up the pictures and like forging autographs and be like, this is a, this is a hot spot that people love to come to. There's some, this is my like, evil so- mind turning by the way. Sardis in New York is like a classic, um, but it's caricature. So like maybe the same thing again, where it's like, I do feel like when it, it's more happenstance and then Jitlada is like a classic one where it's all those drawing Matt Groening it's Matt Groening right yeah yeah drawings everywhere and like from the Simpsons Simpsons that's, creator that's like really is it him or is it the other one I mean it's it's Matt I, I don't know if you how to pronounce the last name but I believe it's Groening. it is Matt Gro- Groening um but yeah the drawings are all over and he, they're all like that to me that's like way cooler because it's that's like, extra special. this is a dirty napkin like fun I think this is I think there's something that I'm conflating with the intimacy of a dry cleaner like I said (laughs) with exactly what you're talking about it's my favorite version too because I like to not know who everyone is like I like to look at it and be like uh who the fuck is that like that's kind (sighs) of fun I also I mean like the uh the improv painting is another notorious like um where people don't like the way they're uh, a picture or whatever it's like a notorious comedy thing so that's funny like to go and look and see why maybe Ellen's standing next to a dolphin and like I don't know I, that's the only thing I can think of on there oh I love that mural <laughs> yes it's just something that people I think there is something and this is like I guess that Venus retrograde Capricorn but also it's Aquarius back into Capricorn to me is like the idea and the structure or like it's both Saturns. So it's like, yes, the way that we preserve an idea is to make it into a physical thing that will be there, that will outlast the idea uh, or that will commemorate the idea and ensure that people continue to return to this idea, which is why taking down statues isn't just statue. Like, yes, right now they are statues, but at one point, the reason they are, there in stone is because we want to perpetuate what they stand for so we do need to be aware 
we want someone to do this, like you said, where you go, oh, who's that person on the wall? Oh, I'm going to like Google that. Someone wants you to like look up what this person is or read that plaque or think about it or talk about it, whatever it is. But it's like, we, we do have to care about what we are putting in stone, what we are commemorating and what we are asking future people that will be beyond us. And I think that that stands for like nature that, that could be taken to all of these things, but it's like what the reality that things do outlive physical things do outlive us. So what ideas do we imbue on them? And how do we keep those going? Damn, that was like, I don't want to say like, woke, but it's true. It's like, you're not thro throwing up any celebrity picture or statue because it just happened to be this person. You probably like whatever idea that they have or that they give to other people or that it represents. So no, I think that like fits so hard with all the, the air earth action we're going to have this year for not just this Mercury retrograde, but for basically all of them except the very last one, I think, which is only just an earth sign taking us into the new year, not this year, new year, but of 2023. I think that because of that kind of more collective vibe of Aquarius, um, we're going to see maybe like speaking about the, um, the way the the dry cleaner or like versus the walk of fame versus like a statue it's like a lot of those things are also representative of the culture like walk of fame in palm springs is like mostly queer icons and and stuff like that where the one in hollywood is like do you have like thirty five thousand dollars? like you know what i mean it's like different like completely different feel to it so i think that finding what those things are that represent us i think through out COVID we've had to keep coming back to this like we versus me mentality or like us versus me mentality um and so I think that'll be something that people are analyzing a lot in their brains during this time like I know we're all like experiencing the surge here in the U.S. like at different rates in different states and like different whatever different rules and stuff um but it doesn't seem like there's much changing so it's kind of analyzing those things of like what do I feel comfortable doing versus like what does my city feel comfortable with and those kind of things mm -hmm. yeah. that just made me think of like um I mean unfortunately kind of like to our to our end but thinking of Aquarius as like being like um big talk but then having to look at what everybody like what your what your tra actual action is what have you actually done and I think that there are a lot on on all fronts there are a lot of uh like oh we were like by this time we did all of this we're doing this we care about this and it's like the numbers just don't add up there so um I think it's like uh I mean real reality check kind of thing which is such Capricorn mm -hmm. energy on, Pisces, on that. Uh, yeah. Pisces too, where we have Jupiter. And I think Pisces is one of those where maybe stereotypically and not always they, they can be really great actors, but um, a lot of the times they feel so much that they, they cease, you know, like they just stop and it's like, mm -hmm. no, like you can't just feel, you do have to like act and, and, you know, I mean, not that feeling isn't important too, but we have to, we have to do all things. We can't just, have one. So I think 
that end of the zodiac gets real thinky. Like, I guess maybe from even Scorpio, maybe on, but definitely from Sag on. It's like, it's very like, there's a lot up there, but you know, we got to do all the things. Mm-hmm. I think with, with Saturn and Aquarius now too, that we're still here for a minute. I think a big thing that keeps coming up for this Mercury retrograde for other stuff has been these traditions that we keep too and why we're doing the things we're doing, what feels played out. Cause I think Aquarius does want that fresh energy, but also does have that Saturn connection to Capricorn that does like the classics and the traditional things. And that idea of what maybe things need updating and what things were fine to begin with or what thing, like, I think it's just knowing the things that we like and want to keep. And then what things that we would like to upgrade, change, innovate <laughs> that might have been in the same sort of situation that it's been in for a long time. You know what that else also made me think of, and this is maybe overly optimistic, but in, in, I, I think in a good way or like in a whatever, I think that this with Jupiter and Pisces in the mix too, and thinking of us coming from Jupiter in, in Aquarius along with Saturn, not the whole time, obviously like conjunct, but similar energy, um, that this kind of like, I think we might be realizing that we like to share things with each other. And I think we've had so much Aquarius energy. That's like, we're different. We're, we're independent. We're this, or like us and that, like, if you don't think like me, whatever. And I think that that Jupiter and Pisces and that Mercury retrograding from Aquarius into Capricorn is like the, I don't know, there is something about sharing to me. There is something about a return to um, traditions that are nurturing and nourishing and community building, not ones that are um, not necessarily, I think that again, could go like both ways where that's also people who get scared of change and then go, I want to cling to these most like traditional and and like our worst instincts but also this other kind of feeling which I've noticed a lot of folks having in just different ways um this thing of like I'm done I I don't need to live up to that expectation anymore like that's not helping me or like that I don't where did I get that this is someone else's rule that's not mine I need to I want to move to this thing that I actually care about that actually sustains me that's an actual structure that supports me and wherever and kind of these things of uh going to going towards that's which is actually supportive mm-hmm. or the thing you started might have you've learned things as you go and realize maybe it is the same thing you want or it's or it's shape-shifted into something different i was having a very stoner boner thought on Jupiter today, just thinking of, of the COVIDness of it all, like when Jupiter is in Capricorn, when this pandemic first started, Avi, the correlation of rules, right? We had a lot of rules for the first time, in, you know, in a long time, because we just came off Sagittarius and Jupiter, which was, you know, we all revere 2019 as like the last boost of fun, carefree fun, where we didn't have to think much about anything. And then Jupiter Aquarius was these new rules, right? Of like, okay, we still have rules, but they're changing and they're up to, and they're updating as we get new information. And now Jupiter and Pisces, it's interesting to think, cause I think there can be a lot of dissociation. And we've talked about this with just the Pisces energy, but also, and you, I think you hit on the key word there, Julie is like healing. Maybe this is like realizing we're all damaged, whether you've died or have been had illness or people you know have had illness or we've just seen the destruction of you know of a health-related pandemic and all that stuff but 
yeah, I was just thinking like of, cause I think rules always gets, you know, tied up in Saturn and of course, but also how Jupiter amplifies how we're, pra- how we're practicing our socialness since it is part of those social planets is, uh, you know, just the stuff you think about sit down the toilet, you know, when you're an astro ho, <laughs> just like, damn, mm-hmm. Uber and well, Pisces could, could really be a breakthrough time. I know we keep thinking we're just going to party and like ignore and that no. might happen too. But also like we care about each other. I think humans actually do like care about each other. And we're all fucking fed up with everything. Well, I think that like as far as um, sharing goes for sure, I think that Mercury retrograde is like a very dangerous time yes. for that. As far as information goes, oh, right? Yeah. We always talk about like Oops. Mercury retrograde. You send the thing to the wrong person or whatever the the like press release goes out with like the template information on or you know what oh I mean? like, the wor- that kind the of stuff where you're like oh no like this isn't actually what this is about and we have to do retractions and go back so and I think especially with COVID like I'm hearing all the time more and more and more like people have things I've never heard of and I'm like how'd you fucking hear how'd you hear about this thing I don't want to say what they are because I don't know if they're true or not and I haven't looked them up so I'm not going to like give examples but I've been hearing it a lot today yesterday and and also I think that because I work one of the places I work at uh I work at a brewery and they allow like I think we do crave that like physical sharing too and I think part of it is for me, at least, like we have too much, right? So people come in, they want to taste something um, that I have and I give them like a little sample and then their friend also wants to try it. And it's like, they don't want to ask me. So they ask their friend and like, and people end up sharing glasses. And I'm always like, guys, I'll get you each a sample. Like you don't have to like share it. Like if you, if you don't want to like touch each other's mouth, it's a couple fine. You're going to kiss anyway, fine. But like, you don't have to share a glass. Like I'll get you a clean glass. I don't care. But I think there is this feeling of like, well, I wasn't going to finish it or like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't like it or like whatever it is, like it feels wasteful to like throw away or it feels whatever. And I think we go to that a lot with sharing too, which in America, like portion size is so large. And so like a lot of times people want to split something or, and like, it becomes difficult because some places have rules about like, you have to pay for an extra plate or like, I don't know. I don't work at a place like that, but you know, when you go out one of those places and you're like, Oh, I feel weird about it, but I don't want a whole salmon tonight or whatever. And I think that like, it's again, that like hoarding resources stuff that we're going to see with Uranus and Taurus. Like it all just seems to be really relevant right now. And, and with supply chain and all that other stuff, I just think it's like, remember that like sometimes when we're sharing it's because we have too much and the same thing can be true for information like maybe we're overloaded so yeah you share a piece of gossip with someone that you would have never like wanted mm-hmm. to you, just, you were talking to them and it like felt like a release or whatever it's like let's be careful about things and remember why we're, Ooh. we're sharing Ooh, I like that because looking at the transit so uh not quickly but we have yet to say this this uh mercury will have stationed retrograde as you are hearing this episode on January 14th of 2020, at least here in Los Angeles at 10 degrees of Aquarius and 20 minutes at 3.41 a.m. here in Los Angeles. Again, it will be retrograde until February 3rd of 2022, where it will station direct at 24 degrees of Capricorn and 22 minutes. Um, 
as we mentioned, as Stevie said, uh, this is a trend that we're going to see on all the Mercury retrogrades this year, which is starting in air signs and retrograding into Earth. Um, we will leave the shadow phase when it gets back to 10 degrees of Aquarius uh, on February 23rd, 2022. But looking at the transits for this period, um, at least from stationing retrograde to direct, there's not a ton of Mercury aspects to things, which to me really speaks to this like um, Mercury kind of feeling like it's uh, no one's watching, but also having consequences and having these things come back to it because it's not because there's not nothing happening. There's so much happening that if you also add a piece of miss uh, like incorrect gossip, then it's going to explode. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not mm -hmm. inconsequential. It's the straw that breaks the camel's back kind of energy. Um, mm -hmm. But I love that this, we open with a um, sextile to Chiron on the 18th. And then we also close with a sextile to Chiron um, again on the 23rd when we're out of the shadow. So I do feel like there is, um, for those inclined and those who are, are a, have the luxury to see it this way, because I do think that that is a, a luxury or a, um, a hard-earned uh, way of seeing. I think there is really going to be some wonderful healing potential in, in this, if you are open to it, um, or if you, you know, mm -hmm. it feels like being able to like stand up for yourself a little bit too, with mm -hmm. that Chiron Aries. Cause I think a sore spot, a lot of people have been feeling with that is that, imposter syndrome or like you're not good enough or you've asked too much or like you're you know like it's like think of all those things we love Aries for and then being ashamed for it right like I think that's what you know in a boiled simplified way but we all have had to learn how to stand up for ourselves a lot of this been a big crash course I think just these last few years and I think starting off the new year where I think a lot of people thought 2022 would just be, we'd be done with a lot of this stuff and we'd go back to the office and go back to here. And it's like, I mean, I had a friend today, uh, a fellow freelancer be like, my, this job wants me to work from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. And I was like, what are you going to say? She's like, fuck no. And I was like, as you should. And more people should tell them the reason why you're saying fuck no. Like, actually, no. If you're willing to negotiate, oh yeah, if I got paid double for working a 11 hour office shift or whatever it is, or, or no, I'm not going to work those hours, but I'm going to do this. Like, I think that there is an encouragement to say what we are willing to do and not do, but in that Aquarian cap way too, of like, here's why if this change, I do this, or if I got this compensation, I'd hit this, or this is just what I need because yeah, I mean, our sanity and our health and all those things are very worth it. I think it's being honest again about what we, what the actual needs are. I think there's the Aquarius um, fixed air ideal kind of too, which, I mean, mm -hmm. this is the time when I think we really think of it as fixed air as like, this is a principle, this is a belief, this is a, um, a way of thinking that I want to adhere to above all, what no matter what the, like having a philosophy does not matter what your physical circumstances are. You have that philosophy all of the time. And I think that now we are kind of seeing like, oh, but is that philosophy actually like, have we gotten so caught up in the philosophy that we're actually so degraded physically that that can't be the philosophy? Like this is, this is no longer a, uh, okay, this is good or useful because of how degrading it is. 
sort of thing. So about that's like, Hey, I feel like, but in a simpler way, it is that like, Oh no, if you want me to work that many hours, you need to pay me double because. Oh, I see it. I see it. I didn't know if it was me, so I didn't want to interrupt. No, I was like, I got it was light at first, and then it it got rougher. No, (laughs) as soon as am I okay now? Yeah, or right now. As soon as as soon as you said it, I did get the internet unstable, but also I don't know. But I'm on the good internet, and that's why I'm like, I think it might have just be a passing thing. I don't know. I feel like it's retrograde and I do think there's yeah. going to be mass outages. I don't know why. Because so many I people agree. are getting sick. I don't know. Staying, we, we don't staying, in, the, staying in the app. But we don't have to no, keep it on. It's true. No, it's true. Getting sick, having to work from home, whatever, using, yep. use, like I'm saying, like, well, schools, so much schools stuff, too. Stuff, mm-hmm. So much usage and it's like, how could this shit how could it not happen like how could it there, there's right. forty five thousand cases a day in los angeles alone like, i noticed it yesterday traffic wise the freeways were open and i mean like pre like oh yeah what, like what christmas used to be like in los angeles when everybody went home where i was like i truly was like is this christmas like this is the best day ever but then i was like oh no that's because tons of people are home Uh, And but I this is exactly what I'm talking about, about this thing of like, how could you possibly argue that we have like the best possible infrastructure when when it's put to the test, it absolutely fails. And I think that that's another thing that we're going to see during this retrograde and hopefully in ways that are not um, devastating. Uh, But I think that also we are like on, on large scales and on a personal scale in your life, you are going to be just seeing like where, where your structure <laughs> needs some, needs some reinforcements. Re think, rule of re. I think too, like anything, even when I'm sick, like I don't watch TV, but I definitely turn that on and leave it on. Like, even if I think we've gotten so accustomed to certain things like just using the internet using it all the time like having your phone on all the time like it's fine I'm addicted to it too I'm not saying like I'm better than it by any means I answer stuff way too fast work stuff or not work stuff family stuff or not family stuff emergencies and not emergencies like I and I had an analog childhood so it's like the fact that we like I'm like it's that I think it's okay for anyone to get a hold of me at any time that even that just intellectually is a, is an issue. Yes. Mm. And I, that's such a good one too, of the back, the opposite. Cause I think that, um, I didn't say in my breakdown, I don't believe, but we're going to station direct at 24 degrees and 22 minutes of Capricorn on the 3rd of February. Um, where we will be sextile the moon in Pisces. I like that. Um, but I think going both ways to where it is like, oh, that idea is crazy. No, that that should not be okay for someone to contact me at any time. I should not be able to be in contact with everyone I know at every second of the day. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Too much. People you don't know too. Yeah. You can just yes. message celebrities. You can just, I mean, not that I do, but I, I get should. there, you know, <laughs> depending like- on how much like less real human interaction I get, I might be starting message Ali Wong watch out what's up, you know yes. watch out Hollywood cleaners we're coming for your clientele <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to make some new friends out here <laughs> okay but also last Mercury retrograde in Aquarius 
I had the laptop death from hell, you guys. I am a little worried. Of course, technological failings. Of course, this is your sign to back up anything you don't want to. Like, if it's only existing in a digital space, it can go away. So, uh, you know, I don't, hopefully that doesn't happen here yet again. I am liking this kind of grounding in earth. I am looking into it as maybe like, where can we upgrade ourselves that help us invest in ourselves? Where are the things that we can maybe sell off if we bought a bunch of, you know, we're inundated with techie stuff. I bought a water flosser for our household. No one uses it. Julia, I'm going to give it to you very Same soon. I know we talked about here. Wait, nobody uses it. No, I, we talked about this. Know, I'm going to give you but... the water flosser. And guess okay. what? This is my Mercury retrograde. They just sent me a new fucking pick head because it was auto enrolled in a fresh pick head for every year. And I'm like, uh, and I was like bitching to Pablo. He's like, and he like was like, have you ever been on the internet? Everything auto enrolls every year and you have to opt out always. So that's also the new year ish sort of reminder of opting out, checking when you sign up for something. Nothing's ever just a one time sign up. Of course, if it's any of our sponsors, please sign up and uh, go ham because we love to see it and we don't partner with anyone who isn't worth partnering. So and if you do want the um, the mouth thing that I do use every day and i'm obsessed with it tongue scraper find it no it's a phillips the like the brand of like tool brand or whatever Mm -hmm. makes a toothbrush and it's amazing i just got an electric toothbrush in the last like six months too and i am sold it's incredible It it has different settings for like different needs and different heads and different. Yeah. It's wonderful. Oh, I like that. I'm still on the analog toothbrush, but we all has, historically know I never brush my teeth, which is also a problem, but Hey, I'm, I'm that's on it. maybe this cap, you know, Saturn Capricorn teeth. Mm. I know the bones also. I mean, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. like to scare people too, but it is that Aquarius is the ankles. Capricorn is the bones. Of course, you know, watch your step. I, why hey. can't, I'm gonna just going to say it. Watch your step. Don't be cocky. Tie your shoes a little tight. You know, it's Absolutely. also cold out. Scott and I both slipped on ice. Oh, it doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily have to be you. You know, it's not always you in a rush. It's not mm-hmm. always your fault. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, all of those. I mean, again, just if you don't know, I feel like we haven't gone on over the general Mercury retrograde things because we think so highly of you and we know that you're already <laughs> You know, you know about Mercury retrograde, but if you don't, uh, Mercury retrograde happens uh, about three to four times a year. It is when uh, the planet Mercury has lapped us uh, essentially. And so it appears to be moving backwards, uh, but it is not, in fact, moving backwards. Uh, Mercury is retrograde. It is not in retrograde. If you really want to be an expert. Um, And this is a time when we're going to see some communication mix-ups, some communication breakdowns. Mercury, as you know, rules communication, moving parts, commerce, uh, cars, short travel, things like that. So, uh, you know, double check, double check messages that you're sending, double check emails, expect for things to you sent it, but they didn't get it. These these kinds of things. Um, But what it is, is meant to be a time when we slow down. We do anything with that re prefix, you know, uh, review, renew revise revisit rihanna rihanna <laughs> yes oh my gosh we're absolutely like this is the rihanna <laughs> maybe we're starting it you know what i mean yes. maybe, like in a few years she'll yes. be like 
you know, this I is a summoning this that's podcast happening. and it made me want to come back. Yes. Yeah. I absolutely the rule of Riri. Um <laughs> listen to your Rihanna during retrograde. Um yeah. I also think this is a good time for podcasts and like if you love this podcast, definitely subscribe to our Patreon. You're going to have some downtime because we're surging anyway. So I think like if you love this podcast and want more content, listen to this Patreon or revisit old episodes. If you don't have the extra money to, you know, give, that's okay. Share it and um, reshare it and yeah, you know, tell listen your, to some old ones. Tell your friends about it. I think um, anything intellectual expansion is going to be great during this time especially revisiting topics you're already interested in and if you love astrology you're already here and you've listened mm-hmm. to this long so you know yeah. I, just I mean love- I can't guarantee intellectual expansion here but we can definitely podcast is though like yeah a little bit. no it's good you're we're getting our brains working in a different way by having a free-form communication with a little bit of knowledge sprinkled in here and then lots of you know, the things that we're interested in, but I, I kid, we are, we are very smart and wise and we're all, and speaking is learning. I think going back to the Aquarius air sign sort of stuff, I think it's very idea. This is a great time to ruminate on that idea you've wanted to do. And I think it's going to end in that cap push to really put then like in a literal sense, an idea for a script and then put pen to paper, you know, like it feels Mm -hmm. very like getting that sort of, um, storyboarding time, the idea time, even maybe something that was like high on your to-do list, or I wanted to take an acting class, but that was a few years ago, but now I'm like going to start researching who, what what kind of class I want to do or what this I want to do. So I think it is good time to like gather your materials and gather your information and then put out there. It also can be a really great time for, you know, of course, always double, triple check, but for those little trips to reconnect with friends, to Get, you know, have that phone call from someone that you've missed for a long time that you want to connect to connect with. I know we're like all zoom fatigued, but I just had a, a chat with like a group of girlfriends where I was like, Oh, I like zoom when it's you guys <laughs> like, or like, I like connecting with these people when it wasn't that kind of overbearing over inundated zoom culture stuff. So I think it's, it's a good time for that reconnection with the people that we, that we love and that we miss. Mm-hmm. The only other transit i mean again in the background of this retrograde is going to be venus uh is still retrograde until the 29th of january um and we are going to have mercury conjunct pluto on uh give me goodness i did all these this is why i had to highlight so i would have all of my take a vow of silence that day is what she wrote <laughs> just kidding exactly. though it might be good to so, be be a little bit uh careful don't tell anyone like uh, we're yes. done let <laughs> you know that those kind of things might come out mm-hmm. this, i'm taking the dog <laughs> okay this is happening on the 28th of january and i love seeing the glyphs next to each other i will post mm-hmm. a picture of this someone write this down so i remember it i'm writing it down too um but i do think there is something about the way that this glyph shifts the mercury horns um go from being horns to being like the bowl essentially which holds the circle on top and I do feel like there is something to this of like this is big what you say today you cannot take back we now like these horns now become the container for you in a way that it's like giving form to um thought and I think that's a lot of this kind of 
retrograde too, is just like remembering that our words, our thoughts, our ideas have consequences and vice versa. So like the things that we do informs our ideas and our ideas inform what we do. So be intentional about those things and be mindful of them because you are building, whether you think you are or not, you are either building or destroying something like through those things. So let's be mindful and conscious. Oh, well also not to be piggyback too much off the Venus retrograde, but I love that a lot of people were given X's and et cetera, another shot. So I think this double time of Mercury retrograde too of the past of workshopping through old, old conflict or old things then to kind of come out of, you know, both Venus retrograde and Mercury retrograde around the same time, right? The 29th and then February 3rd. So I think there is a lot of rehashing old boundaries, old rules, old ideas to look towards the future. Like, do we want to do, I don't think any of us want to do last year again. (laughs) Maybe it is, or is it with the same people? Or if it is with the same people, maybe it's a whole new relationship and going like, Hey, like what we've done so far was this, but I'm ready to take it to the next level or do this thing, or this is what I see for myself. Um, cause we only in theory, we might only have one life to live. So we got to claim it. Oh, that's like, so like TikTok, uh, Twitter, Asher, claim it everyone. <laughs> like, but no one else is going to do it for you or Tap the or- subscribe button to claim it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At Rihanna in the comments to claim it so she can um, claim us. But no, I think there's a lot of rehashing out of that kind of stuff that's very present for a lot of folks. Yes, we have that. We have then after that. So like Venus stations direct on the 29th, we have a new moon in Aquarius on the 31st and then we station direct. And then, uh, yeah, it does feel like it's all very Saturn-y where it is kind of going in order and we might get ahead of ourselves a little bit and then get pulled back like I wrote down this gives me vibes of like when you're checking out of a hotel room and you like run out you put everything in the car and then someone's like you know what I'm gonna do one more check I'm gonna like open Mm. the drawers I'm gonna look under the bed I'm gonna open the closet and double check that we didn't leave anything here because I know I know I like when someone goes did you pack everything and you go yeah of course I did like because you just packed everything and you're looking but you didn't actually look to and make sure and your this dog's is the still in look. there and yes. you're like I'm so glad that I came back <laughs> yes because you're like of course I would never forget my dog because you wouldn't but sometimes you just do because you're packing everything else and you remember like it's so natural that you just assume that they're in the car because why would well, they be anywhere without you it's like that thing that I'm sure Stevie since we had the same Subaru guy that you um recommended to me <laughs> The, I love Alan. Go get, get him on the amazing. pod. That would be so amazing. <laughs> Wonderful imagine? Libra man. He's like, why um, are you guys doing this? <laughs> <laughs> no, he would love it. He would love it. Yeah, he would. Have, well, he's a yeah, sweet Libra. Um, But I, he was like telling me about the future where it'll like let you know if your baby's in the car or whatever. Whoa. Like he was like, oh yeah, you know, so it's like if there's something you want to leave back there, it like won't let you or whatever. And I was like, I think I'm good. Like, oh, wow. I don't think there's anything I need to get a reminder of. If you were thinking about abandoning your child in your Subaru. No, but it happens all the time. Like they say it for parents, like put, take your shoe off and put it back there with them. So that when you get out of the car, you'll step on the cold floor and be like, Oh yeah, fuck. Cause you're so tired. 
mm-hmm. that you don't realize that your baby's in the back Whoa. seat still. Some people will like drive straight to work instead of dropping the kid off and like mm-hmm. they're so tired right. they just forget. Mm-hmm. Whoa. So that's well, sort of like the new thing that I when I first got my super, which I'd never seen in a car before, was it tells you when someone's sitting in the passenger seat because they it turns the airbag function mm-hmm. off but if it feels the weight or i don't know if it turns it off but mm-hmm. it, I, I think it does actually i think it does but too because I, I was like fuck the airbag do, I, the soup i, I think it's better like, for you if that like, one doesn't symbol, go off right no it can concentrate yet. the energy so it's like it's f- picking up on like the weight and the fish so that's like i didn't even think of that as a problem but now i absolutely see how you would be like oh fuck like they're back there i'm already at the goddamn office i don't want to be at because i didn't get my well, maternal no, they, or paternal leave they no. leave their kids in the car it happens all the time Whoa. they forget completely it happens all the time wow mm-hmm. if, if your but parent so, has done that sound <laughs> but that's, you don't have i i love this example though too because it also is very aquarian to me where it is kind of removed and not um like punishing it's just like hey this is for sure gonna happen so we think ahead and we create a capricorn structure that will do this because we know you don't want to leave your baby in the car but it's a thing <laughs> it's a thing that's gonna happen due yeah to don't beat the- yourself up over it 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 happens to the best of us yeah we have, a, something- we have a solution for this now there's something very much like a plan for those plan for the worst case scenario or like plan for plan for the mistakes and have a thing that helps you when you inevitably make mistakes because we all do and I think that's always a retrograde lesson no matter what sign is to to know that we do have like mistakes do happen and this is one of the few times when we actually can go like hey mistakes are probably coming up let's be ready for it sometimes mm-hmm. you can't but retrograde are periods when you know for sure during this time people are more likely to make mistakes so be allow for that don't act like that's not like you don't have that information we know mm-hmm. this is not the time to be saying oh i can push it a few more minutes before i get to the thing not like nope not right now not while people are absolutely pushing it to the limit <laughs> like yeah i think it's a good reminder of like we don't have to stop lives during mercury retrograde we can do the things just account for that everyone might be a little sloppy mm-hmm. or a little off or things glitch out or have I know we can all have our vaccine card on our phones, but maybe have a printout in your wallet. Couldn't hurt, you know, couldn't hurt, especially in these times where uh, you should be vaccinated and you probably is required to get into places. So, uh, yeah, having the analog, the Capricorn, the earthy backup is probably a good thing. Also, the thing that's wild to me is like, especially with crypto is those crypto wallets where if someone like, like there's been like accounts or something like when people die and like they'll have like, tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars but no one can access it because they didn't write their code down anywhere physically and the crypto yeah. places are like sorry well like sorry not sorry no, i don't know if this is like tmi but uh it, if your phone breaks too like you lose that also whoa whatever that those words are so like you definitely need a hard copy because your phone's definitely gonna break at some point, mm. whether it's during Mercury retrograde six years from now or whenever, like mm. phones, phones break. I've gone through hundreds probably. <laughs> and, and then I've, I had an analog childhood. So, you know, like I've gone through lots of them. <laughs> it's like, yeah, of course you need that paper. 
Yes. I love that if we were the kind of podcast that did episode uh, titles, I feel like this would be Mercury Retrograde. I have it. I had an analog childhood <laughs> and I had an analog childhood. Hey, I think it would you have know, to maybe be Rihanna. That too. That too. Wow. Rihanna See? and my analog childhood and my crypto code is anyways uh keywords. i do have keywords for the rising signs yeah uh, let's do it can breeze through these real quick just one word keywords we'll keep it short and succinct here um for our aries risings this is going to be happening in your starting out in your 11th and retrograding back into your 10th the keyword is game plan so think about mm-hmm. your game plan taurus risings going from your 10th to your 9th the keyword being vision the big picture baby what are we seeing for ourselves Gemini risings from the ninth to eighth investing. Some of these are a bit on the nose, but I want you to push your, push your brain from like, it might not just be money or it might not just be art or not. Where do you need to level, level up your shit? Cancer rising from eighth to seventh house agreement. Not that we have to be agreeable, but sometimes we got to make an agreement. Leo rising. From your seven to six. This one, uh, I couldn't think of a better word for this, but maybe you guys will have one. Love habits, very also on the nose, but just the way that we are doing our romantic things on a day-to-day basis. Virgo risings from the sixth to fifth. Your keyword is perspective. Libra risings, our fifth to fourth house transit for you. Brings up the word necessities. Scorpio rising. You actually got two because I just guess I love you that much, but it, it made me think of two things, but from the fourth to the third was stimulus. Um, not necessarily money, but just stimu- you know, things that stimulate us and our surroundings. Sag rising, our keyword for you from the third to second house is articulation. Cap risings from our second to first house declaration. We got a little rhyme action from those back to back. Uh, aqua rising, your keyword from the first to 12 houses transcend and Pisces risings, your little keyword for this Mercury retrograde from the 12th to 11th house is cooperative. And there you have it, folks. Another Mercury retrograde in the books. First of the year. We get four this year. So we'll have plenty of time to figure them out. (laughs) (laughs) Even that we have four this is such a i mean not i don't want to say this is a year where things are not going to be uh difficult i don't mean that at all but this is the year to go easy on yourself give yourself as many chances as you can like take all your chances take your time this is the like yes Mm -hmm. it feels very this this year uh, from our year ahead episode and this feels very on a literal sense, Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4. I feel like it's very encouraging to really go piece by piece, <laughs> like chunk by chunk. I, I wouldn't get too ahead of yourself in any situation, especially because a lot of things do cancel, reschedule. Oh, we do, can't, we can and can't predict the future in, in many ways. So I think taking it as it comes, let's just, let's get through Q1, folks. I think too, just let the experts be the experts. Let the every time. let the baker bake. Let the you know what I mean. Let the deli <laughs> let the dry cleaner dry pick your hang up picture. <laughs> pick your slice thickness or whatever you're. You know what I mean. Just let. I mean, no, you don't need to like ask for a recommendation or whatever everywhere you go. But it's like, let the makeup artist do your makeup. At the end of the mm-hmm. day, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, well, double check your shit, back up your shit, beware of updates, because you know tech companies love to test the bugs during Mercury retrograde. It's a known fact, folks. So mm-hmm. tread lightly. Expect bugs. <laughs> and we're gonna be fine. Again, there's four of I mean and it, it, we've we've done it. We've done it, folks. Yes. The point is, as as both Stevie and Lisa said, is not to stop living your life. It's but to be aware. So you don't have to take any of this personal. Know that this is all happening right on schedule. Uh, So your only job is to to learn and to get as much as you can from from the situations to take you to make each and every Mercury retrograde going forth, going forward more uh, like useful and less and painless every time hopefully just think how many you've already lived through yes absolutely and that was before you didn't you didn't even know what a mercury retrograde was now you know Mm -hmm. think of how think of how much better that is every time and and uh expect that to to multiply always so thank you so much for listening we love you we'll see you next week bye Thank you for listening to What's Your Sign. Please rate us five stars and subscribe on iTunes or whatever podcast platform you use. If you like what you heard, please support us on Patreon. You can also find us online on Instagram at What's Your Sign Podcast or on Twitter at What's YR Sign underscore pod. You can also like our fan page on Facebook and join our friendship group. Questions, comments, concerns, or to book a commission chart reading, you can email us at what's your sign podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye. What's your sign, baby? What's your sign? What's your sign?